0: It's something that is actually really common in modern relationships, but of course, it can be a financially and personally devastating experience. Hannah McQueen from Enable Me isn't the only one who's noticed a bit of an uptick lately. Kia ora, Hannah.
1: Good morning. Yeah,
0: I don't know if it's the if it's the pandemic or what, hey, eh? Like people just you know have kind of reevaluated life, or relationships have gone through a bit of a change. But regardless of um, global pandemics, divorce is relatively common in this day and age, sadly. And like I say, it can be a financially devastating.
1: Yeah, it can be. And I think that actually one of the leading causes of relationship breakdown is finances as well, right? So you've kind of got finances on every angle. But yeah, it's crazy. And people make some pretty big mistakes at the exact wrong time making them. And we see that a lot when we're coaching our clients through this and trying to give them some advice to navigate this successfully. The most common mistakes are a fixation on buying the family home. And often people uh, lose sight of what's, well, I guess they confuse what's desirable with what's feasible. Right. And right at this particular point, the key is trying to rebuild your security. And you need stability to be able to do that. And the problem with buying your partner out of the family home is that not only do you need to take on the current mortgage yourself, but you need to take a mortgage on to buy them out. And with prices going up, Since your relationship started, maybe not in the last year, that's going to put a lot of financial pressure on your situation. And we see often the female, the mum, wanting to do that most because they're wanting to create stability for the kids. Uh, But the problem is that all they do is take away their future or their ability to build a financial future of security, trying to keep that stability now. So we think it's pretty short-sighted.
0: That's really interesting. So is is that something that happens quite often? One party tries to, especially, and often the mum tries to buy it out. And actually, if you pause and think as well, I mean, stability, of course, is is critical, especially when children are involved. But actually, there's no escaping the fact that everyone is going into a slightly different form of life, that life is going to change. And actually having, maybe using it as a, looking at it through a different lens and going, okay, maybe there isn't the same stability, but maybe this makes the reset a little bit easier, is another way to look at it.
1: That's right, and there's an argument that if there's a lot of anguish tied up in that house, maybe everyone wants a new place to be living yeah. in anyway, uh, but that's that's the most common mistake and then and there are two other mistakes that people tend to make, which is they get caught up in the nickel and diming, you know that they, they focus on the last five or ten thousand dollars in the relationship split, which I can understand why, but the reason they do that is because they don't know what their options are going forward, so they're focusing more on trying to extract the most now, even though that comes at a huge mental cost, normally higher legal bills, and just general time. So what we do with our clients is we look at, because there's uncertainty, right? You don't know what your partner's going to do and if they're going to be a bit of a twit in this process. You know, everything's quite emotionally charged. So one particular scenario, we modelled out six different scenarios of how this could shake down for our clients because there were things that they couldn't control. But under each of those scenarios, there was a way forward. And I think what's really important about that is that moves your mindset to what comes next rather than focusing on what's happening right now. Yeah, That's important, really important.
0: Yeah, 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 I think so too.
1: And the last one is when people try to bury their head in the sand, right? They don't really want to address what's happening. So you've got to get a really good grasp on what you own, what, between you and your partner uh, what you owe and what you're both earning. We need to know if there's debt and personal names, combined names but we need to do a recce of what we're dealing with mm. and some people aren't confident in this, right? Like if this has never been their thing uh, they've never dealt with the finances, this is the time that they need to school up and do something. But that It's easier to do when you're just working with someone who's doing the thinking for you that's not emotionally involved. Like a financial advisor will serve you best as you navigate that.
0: Yeah. That's really good advice, Hannah, because... The other thing I hear as well is that often um, you get lawyers involved, and often lawyers are trying to out each other. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not suggesting you shouldn't have lawyers, but you know, like especially when it comes to the nickel and diming and stuff, sometimes it's like, oh, actually, maybe, maybe just try yeah. and look at things through a slightly wider lens. Very easy when you're someone like me who's never been married or gone through a divorce or anything like that. But you know, <laughs> well,
1: what you save, you pay in lawyer fees to make the savings. Yeah. It's like we've got to take a step back and really think about what what's important here, and I think what you should be paying attention to is that transition from relationship through the separation and the steps you need to be taking at that point. Yeah. And it, it's when you've got to be a little more proactive than you might have been previously, so we'd be encouraging our clients to cancel credit cards, to yeah. change their life insurance, change their wills, set up a new account for your salary to be paid into. Make I, I think the key about cancelling the credit cards that I mentioned earlier, we've seen instances where the partner, not our mm. client, but whoever the other person is, we've incurred debt, racked it up on the credit card out after the relationship yeah. ended and it's still joint debt. Oh
0: my God, And it's just yeah. like, well, that, who yeah. does that? But yeah, it's like, yeah.
1: even if they do it, like, let's, let's protect you so that you're ahead of this. Yeah. And,
0: uh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Hey, thank you so much, Hannah.